Okay, so today I thought I'd talk about brands I don't trust, brands I don't like specifically. Uh, I've done a few of these and I always find that it helps people uh, to know what's going on because not everyone can know everything that's going on with the skincare industry and brands and shady things they do. So especially once the years start to go by, minds kind of forget. So I'm going to remind you of a few sketchy things some brands have done that have made me dislike them, mistrust them. Number one, I'm putting these in order of brands where I don't trust them on the scale. So uh, the first one, Herbivore, every chance I get to, I'm going to tell everyone their Bakuchiol serum does not contain Bakuchiol. There we go. I said it. It doesn't contain it. If you will message me and leave me a comment, but it does contain Pissoriforial extract. That is not Bakuchiol. Bakuchiol is one molecule from that plant. So don't get that confused. Don't let them market this to you when it does not do anything it claims to do. And they just came out with a mini, so they're doubling down until they apologize, take responsibility, and refund everybody that bought the herbivore Bakuchiol. I'm not going to let it go. The, you know there is such thing as forgiveness, but you have to ask for forgiveness before you can even be forgiven, and they haven't done that yet, so... Okay, First Aid Beauty, number two. I am very concerned with the direction this brand is going. It used to be a favorite of mine. Uh, their serum, Ultra Perhydrin Serum, was one of the longest, most consistent products in my routine from when I started getting into skincare. They have uh, really changed direction of this brand so much so that none of their products excite me. They're releasing tons of new products. They even came out with a new body toning moisturizer. Toning, a body toning moisturizer, which... Uh, those are marketed to people that think they're overweight, feel like they're chubby, have cellulite, things like that. A moisturizer cannot fix that. Do not fall into it. It is all marketing. And then they've changed ingredients of a lot of their star products to water it down. So at this point, they are on my radar. And normally it would be a brand I'd be excited when they release something. And now when they release something, it's just uh, disappointment and sadness about where the brand used to be and where what direction they're going. Number three on the list is Goop, which is a uh, brand founded by celebrity Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, the brand just uses fear-based marketing. I cannot stand using fear to sell products. Fear and insecurity is the other thing I really don't like when people play on insecurities to try and sell products. It's crappy that they do that. Um, and I don't trust any brand run by somebody that says a sunscreen should be used as a highlighter. WTF. I wish I could swear. I guess I can swear, but I don't really. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Do not trust that brand, especially when they sell like $100 for like an exfoliating pad, which has a bunch of fragrance and stuff in it. Don't trust it. Okay, next up we've got Kylie Kardashian skincare brands. Um, personally, I'm not really discussing the products directly, but I do not believe with all my being that they are using their own products, especially when they're been interviewed talking about more expensive products and things like that. I do not believe that they use their own products. That's it. I just don't believe it. So why, if they don't believe in it, why would I believe in it? And I don't know. That's all my thoughts on that one for now. I just don't trust them. Number five is Sunday Riley. I will never fully trust this brand after uh, several years ago, they had employees writing fake reviews on Sephora. They had the whole steps to do it uh, using alternate uh, internet providers and things so they couldn't be tracked. 
and um, really getting on these employees to write these reviews. And if employees push back, they would be pushed back even harder. So any brand that feels the uh, necessity to write fake reviews of their own products, what does that say about their products? I mean, some of their products are great, I think, but um, if you don't believe in your products and feel like you have to get all these fake reviews out to sell things, what does it say about you and what does it say about your brand? Number six, Dove, Unilever, Paula's Choice. At this point, Paula's Choice has been purchased by Unilever. I'm not a huge fan of Unilever. They are a um, giant corporation. They don't have the best history. I feel like Paula's Choice, uh, prices will continue to rise. More products will be continued to be offered. Uh, they released recently a $30 lip balm. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, $30 for a lip balm. So I have a feeling that now that Unilever is in control, Paula's Choice prices will go up. More products will be offered. Quality will go down. Just how it works. Dove is also under Unilever. They don't have the best history. And Unilever also has some nasty allegations in their past of uh, really retaliating against people that in their employment that don't do what they want them to do. I'll say it that way. So I don't trust them. There you go. Giant brand, though. Uh, number seven, Mario Badescu, steroid scandal, huge class action lawsuit, putting huge amounts of prescription steroids into skincare products. Unlisted on the product ingredients is one of the worst things you can do to a customer. And some of these people that were using these products took years to come off of these products and it required dermatologist care because steroids, when you continue to use them on the skin, have lasting effects that last a long time. So the fact that they put these in these products is just beyond me and they were prescription steroids so you gotta wonder what their motive was because it wasn't like easy to find steroids that maybe got mixed in it was a conspiracy to do this to add these into these products make these people addicted to these products and make them forever customers so that is sketchy beyond belief number eight truly organic now they're just called truly because a class action lawsuit also found out that they're not organic truly uh, just repurchases overstock inventory of products, puts a pretty label on them, puts dyes in them, fancy packages, fancy marketing, and then just resells it. And they're not organic, so they had to take the organic off their name because it is actually one of the few terms in skincare that is regulated. You can't use the term organic with something that is not organic. It is actually regulated. A lot of things in marketing is not mar uh, regulated, but that is. So keep that in mind. Anytime I see the giant Truly section at Ulta, I just walk by because I know they're going to have pretty packages. They're going to have bright pink products. It's going to be bright orange, bright yellow. They're going to be pretty. But it's just a bunch of overstock stuff that they bought and then remarketed and rebranded. Number nine, DHC. This CEO cannot keep his mouth shut. It is sad that he cannot keep his terrible thoughts to himself for more than a minute. Um, you can Google it, but... I loved some of their products, but at this point I can no longer support them because the CEO, he needs to be replaced or I don't know what, they need to do something to get rid of him because his thoughts and what he says is going to bring down this huge company. Number 10, Halo Beauty, uh, selling acne pills containing kiwi, selling them for 30 plus dollars a month. There is no proof kiwi does anything for acne. If you want kiwi benefits eat a kiwi don't spend 60 dollars per month of pills that has no real research behind it 
if you are searching for a supplement for acne, do some research on zinc. It actually has real research on it. Do some digging on it. Don't waste your money on kiwi seeds. Number 11, L'Oreal, giant owner of many brands, including SkinCeuticals and Lancome. They have a terrible history. I'll link to it below, but I will just say they were on the wrong, friends with the wrong side during World War II. So I'm going to link to it below. You can read about it more and come up with your own judgments. Number 12, Naterium. I have a whole video on them. Um, I don't even know where to begin with them. They really had a fake launch, uh, breaking so many laws. Their rollout was so sketchy. Uh, and it's hard to even trust a brand when they began under false pretenses. And then number 13, Neutrogena Johnson & Johnson. Neutrogena, they market for sensitive skin, but you know what? I just have found their products to be anything but great for sensitive skin. Um, and a lot of their products usually contain fragrance. And then um, their cleansers can also contain other things. And the huge uh, sunscreen recall they are not doing enough quality control, obviously. So they need to do more quality control before I will trust them. There you go. So those are 13 brands at this point I don't trust or I don't like. There's a lot of small brands to support. I can forgive a brand if they ask for forgiveness, admit they did something wrong in the past. I can forgive them. But there's a lot of brands that I haven't given a first chance to. So why should I give a second chance to one of these giant companies when there's a gazillion other small brands that I haven't tried? There you go. Those are my thoughts. So I'm interested in from you guys what brands you don't trust uh, and what brands you dislike. So leave a comment. I love hearing from you guys and stay tuned for more tomorrow. Thanks so much.